There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy. Good evening, families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. I hope you enjoyed last night's or yesterday's KidCast. We certainly enjoyed doing it. I don't know if you can hear the fireworks behind me, but the Warriors and the Braves are in their beds. The sun is going down over the bunks, and it is time for you to find out what happened today. Today was a very special day. It was Independence Day. The United States had its 241st birthday. This is a very old democratic project feel very glad to be here today with your boys. Today was a remarkable day at Camp Cobbacy. It's filled with all kinds of wild stuff that doesn't normally happen. And Cobbacy is full of wild stuff that doesn't really happen in regular life. So you can imagine how awesome today was. This morning was a series of events. Most importantly, Blue Reef from Worry, which is a hit-a-thon for a charity that I'll explain shortly. You've already gotten an email about it. There's also Watermelon League, so... From 10.30 to 11.25, the Braves hit Bluey from Mori, while the Warriors in Council played Watermelon League. From 11.30 to 12.25, the Warriors had Bluey from Mori, and the Braves in the Council had Watermelon League. And then there was Wash Up for Lunch, and then we had a beautiful lunch outside. We had meatball subs and a wonderful mixed green salad. And all of the kids watched their counselors hit for Bluey from Warrior also. From 2.30 to 3.25, we had Watermelon League for the Braves and the Warriors, and then council hit for Bluey from Warrior. Then we all got ready for the carnival, and then from 4.30 to 6.30 for two awesome hours, we had our sisters over at Kippewa join us for the carnival. We had carnival games and carnival food and bounce houses, and then a gorgeous dinner that Lewis cooked for everybody burgers and dogs on the 4th of July. At the carnival, there were tattoos and a photo booth and a huge game of Angry Birds and giant Jenga and and bocce ball and the beanbag toss and the giant war card game and soda ring toss. There's also a bouncy house and a sticky wall, which is where you get into a giant Velcro suit and you throw yourself at a wall and you stick to it. There's an adrenaline rush game where you're trying to beat somebody down this an alley of bouncy walled houses and whack-a-mole and then there's also sumo suits. There's a prize table where the boys could earn and the girls could earn tickets and they put in their tickets to this giant prize bin. There were a whole bunch of games they could bring back to their bunks, a bunch of board games like Battleship and Connect Four and so on. DJ Sandoval was spinning the tunes all afternoon. It was really something. The camps were just milling around together, the boys and girls laughing, and some of the older ones maybe even flirting and giggling and talking to each other in these tight knots that would have one boy go talk to the the girl and they would break in, or there'd be a a young, cute boy or a young, cute girl who would would talk to a bunch of older kids, and because they were, you know, eight, 
then all the girls would say, oh, you're so cute. And then quickly all the 12-year-olds and 13-year-olds would gather around because the, the circle of girls opened up because of the little cute boy. That sort of thing happened and bloomed and then would fade away and then they would go off to other games all the way through the carnival. And it was very innocent and it was all happening right by the lake on Joey Field and it was just wonderful. And I think I should tell you about Bluey for Mori. You've gotten emails about it and I think you've probably clicked on the link and gone to look yourself, but a long time ago, a famous camp director of Echo Lake, which is a very large camp, co-ed camp, back in the 80s and 90s, he became really well known and he, he was a mentor to other camp directors. And he had this wonderful idea, he called it the Echo Lake idea, that there should be a camp for kids who could not afford camp, who did not have the marvelous and wonderful luck of being born into families that could afford a place like Havasi. And in the middle of his planning for the Echo Lake idea, he died tragically in an airplane crash. And the whole camping community rose up to fulfill his dream in his absence. And they created what was then called Maury's Camp, but that became Project Maury. And this is important because Project Maury has now been in, in function for a really long time. And the kids who started there as eight-year-olds and seven-year-olds years ago, just like your children has started, are now out of college. These kids that get recruited to go to Maury's Camp are from tough neighborhoods. They're from underprivileged neighborhoods. They are from school districts that struggle to have graduating classes that can graduate 50% out of high school. Almost no one goes to college. And over the years, Project Mori has become a major social uplift. The way it works is like this. If you get into Project Mori, you get to go to camp for free. And it becomes one of your favorite things in the whole world. And then in middle school, you staying on the straight and narrow becomes a condition of you going back to Project Mori and to Mori's camp. And there's a year-round staff that helps you with that. They partner with social workers and teachers and school administrators. And they make sure that the kids have a safety net and have people looking out for them. Tutors, people who are helping them. And it's amazingly powerful. Their high school graduation rate of Maury's camp graduates is something like 90 to 95%. And something like 85% go on to college or to the military. It's overwhelmingly successful. So you're going to get an email back sometime tomorrow about what your young man hit in Bluey for Maury. Bluey is the name of our baseball field. And if you could find it in your hearts to donate $1 or $5 per point, it would go a long way to helping kids go to Project Mori into Mori's camp. Last year we raised $16,000. $8,000 per session. It was remarkable. Let's see if we can do it again. And that was your Blue Sheet Report for the 4th of July, 2017. It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those times are some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. 
parents and families, today was an extravaganza of what I saw. I saw so many wonderful things as the 4th unfolded and surged here at Camp Cravacy for Boys in Monmouth, Maine. I saw really happy kids with red sauce all over their faces because they were eating meatball subs outside while jumping up and down and cheering for their counselors. I saw a whole bunch of boys gleefully running around in the grass outside of the dining hall trying to catch the balls that their counselors had hit. I saw everyone cheer when a ball hit the dining hall itself with a dull thud and then everyone to see if I got mad. Of course, I was cheering too. I saw boys hitting for blue for more themselves. Really, really excited to do well and disappointed when they didn't get five home runs. Looking down in disappointment but being cheered on by Tom Donahue, our head coach of baseball. I saw everyone's behavior change a little bit when the girls came over. A little bit more of excitement, a little bit more hunching of the shoulders, but side glancing and smiling. Some of the younger kids were annoyed that there were girls coming. They thought it would ruin Cobbacy for the afternoon. It turns out it didn't ruin anything. And of course, the older boys were quite interested. And that's fun to watch too. And I mean in the most innocent and wonderful way. Both camps are such wonderful examples of, of good culture. And so when they mix, it's also very positive. So there was a certain electricity because Kipwa was here. It was great. And then as it got dark, we went down for the fireworks which were on the end of our dock. And those of you who've been here know that it's extremely beautiful down on our waterfront. And the sun was going down, and the waxing gibbous moon was rising, casting this wonderful light on the lake. And the kids just sat there and vibrated with excitement. They had just got done with a talent show where they were all singing and doing silly things, magic tricks in front of each other, and raffles for those games I was talking about. Then all at once they were singing the national anthem, all 370 people together. And after that, the fireworks started. And they were great. There's this new kind of firework that came out sometime last year that shoots up and explodes into small pieces, and then those explode into small pieces, and then those explode into small pieces, and it becomes this sheet of gold that just fills the whole sky. And everyone, even the people who'd seen fireworks before, all oohed and awed extra when those happened, myself included. I found myself clapping and laughing with joy as they happened. They were so big and loud and gold. The whole sky was gold in little tiny, tiny fragments. And then it was all over and everyone started cheering and, and then they milled about in the dark. And the little kids got up and they went to their vans and their cabins and the fireworks which you can probably still hear behind me started going off all around the lake other later shows waiting for us to finish and then the older kids had to say goodbye and they didn't really want to so i had to wait amongst them be like all right it's time let's go let's go come on say goodbye it's time to go boys and eventually they parted too new friends goodbyes in the dark and that obviously families is what i saw today on the fourth of july so that will do it for our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with steady counselors watching over them, nodding off to sleep surrounded by their friends. No loons sounding on the lake tonight. There's far too many fireworks still going off in the distant horizons of Lake Cobbacy County. All is well in this place set apart.